Good afternoon and happy Martin Luther King Day. We are celebrating and committing ourselves to a day on instead of a day off, as our friend Arshay Cooper would say, um, for highlighting uh, ways to increase access and inclusion in rowing. So that's what we're about today with our guest from the Spokane River Rowing Association, Bobby Kaiser. Hi, Bobby. Hi. Hi. I'll go back to uh, my little intro, but um, I'm really eager to talk to you and, and see what you're doing at the small but mighty Spokane River Rowing Association. Yes, um, thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. Yeah. And um, so that's Bobby is our guest. And Bobby is the DEI chair of the of the uh, club there. Let me see if I can get my slides to go. If you're joining us live uh, on video, you will see the slides. And if you're not, you'll be uh, listening on your favorite podcast apps and we will have show notes, so linking you to all these visuals that we're talking about. We'll, we'll try to not, uh, you know, we're going to have a conversation, not just not just a slide presentation. So just in case you were wondering, Bobby is a PhD and the DEI chair of Spokane River Rowing Association. Um, we have a new, uh, Ready Row USA has a new website created by Good Inklings, which is one of our sponsors. And I love it so much. I really love what Laura Williams has done with the website. So it's really it's simply readyrowusa.com. So you'll find all the episodes, show notes, any updates, uh, social media links, and etc. on there. And we are also grateful to our sponsors. These people keep the internet flowing and the lights on and all that good stuff. And they're really nice people just, just by them, you know, innately nice. Um, Sykes Rowing, Fabio Selvig is representing them in the U.S. And also uh, Resolute Racing. He is the uh, director of sales and marketing for Resolute Racing. And uh, so we... I love both of them and thank you very much for the sponsorship. Also Burnham Boat Slings. Everybody that I know has a Burnham <laughs> cover for their uh, boat and uh, they make many other accessories. Wonderful company. They are a member of our uh, Customer Service Hall of Fame. We'll be launching a website, a page for that later this month. And as I said, Good Inkling is, is our web designer. Laura Williams is amazing. She, her, her rates are very reasonable. So if you need a, web, a particularly a WordPress site, she knows everything about it. In my opinion, she's just the best. I couldn't, I couldn't operate without her. Seriously. Anyway, we love to get little um, those little notification dots on Instagram and. Uh, and Twitter and Facebook. So please use our hashtag and I won't make you listen to the end, but I hope you do. Um, Ready Row USA is the hashtag, no spaces. And we love to have you subscribe on YouTube and our social media. And then we can let you know when the new episodes are coming. And uh, we also love to have 
uh, input and feedback from our audience. You know, let us know what you want to hear about, and you can win if you post this hashtag. So let's uh, let's bring on Bobby. Without further ado, hi. Hi. Hi, and um, I'll I'll put up your you know your visuals in case you want, and you can just tell me if you want to go back or forward or whatever. But uh, tell us a little bit about how you got into rowing, and what uh, what Spokane River Rowing is doing to broaden access in that inland northwest area, which I don't yeah. think has a lot of rowing clubs, does it? No, there are, there are a few. There's one in Spokane. There's one a little bit uh, north on Ponderay called Torpa. Um, uh -huh. And there's one in Coeur d'Alene. Um, so, so there are some. There are definitely yeah. some in our waterways. Cool. Um, but actually, the way I came to rowing is actually a great example of inclusion and, and um, how it's worked out. Uh, I was actually, I've been a cyclist for a very long time, since mm -hmm. I was in my early 20s. And I had a transgender related surgery that prevented me from being on the bike seat for a while. <laughs> but yeah. it turned out that a rowboat had, which I've thought about rowing for a long time, but never actually decided to do, but the seat fits differently. And so mm -hmm. needless to say, I could row after about six oh. weeks, even though I couldn't bike for a long time. So I got on a boat and not long after that joined the club um, and had just fallen in love mm -hmm. with it. I mean, it uses a lot of the same muscle groups, but the the culture and the, the just has been really warm and welcoming. Um, and I've but yeah, just fallen in love with it it's so much. I'm fun. so glad to hear that. Yeah, I I rode out in, at your club a, f a few years ago, maybe three or four years ago, because my family lives in Spokane, and uh, I actually was in a quad with Marnie, who was on oh, our, okay. our yeah. show last month, and yeah, so. Yeah. I, I really worried about how the club was going to um, accept me or not. Mm -hmm. um, you know, being in the queer community, I just wasn't sure. I, I didn't see anything online that said, you know, clearly if they were an inclusive club or not. Um, and so I contacted the, the president and a few other people, I ended up contacting Marnie. Um, and they were like, yes, Bobby, you're absolutely welcome. Um, like, we're sorry there isn't something online that already says that, but please come yeah. with us. Um, uh -huh. And so, and they've been er, super helpful and um, and really an advocate for me too. Uh, I was, oh, we were going to row the head of the lake, uh, which is in Seattle, mm -hmm. and being non-binary, I was I, there wasn't a category for me to race yeah. in the men or the women, um, and there isn't anything other. And so we had had conversations back and forth to try to figure out, well, what's a good place where I can row? Like, how can we do that? Um, and I was going to be riding and uh, rowing in a double. And so they ended up coming up with a kind of a new category for me. It was kind of an exhibitionary category, which kind of sounded weird, but it was it was definitely better than any alternative. Mm -hmm. And, and I, they included me in the conversation, so they helped yeah. me. And was it was it announced that that this was why or? Uh, well, it turns out that the weather prevented um, all the smaller boats from from racing, so oh. I wasn't able to participate. Okay, not because of yeah. Or, or how well, yeah, and one thing we were talking about earlier is that U.S. rowing has no alternative gender. Right, right. To register yeah. with U.S. rowing, you have to pick a box of either male or female. Yeah, so I believe that there's work on that to change it. Um, mm -hmm. 
So, I, and I, I've been contacting some people over there, but hopefully that can get done soon because it does create some some distress when a person doesn't identify in those categories to have to choose a box and not know where. So. Yeah, um, I get it. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so tell us a little bit about the club itself. And I mean, is this, this is not a, I mean, I, I being from Spokane, it's, I know it's like 250,000 people, right? It's, mm -hmm. you know, is it, it's a small club and is only masters now or. Yes, it's only masters. Yeah. Um, we, there's sort of a limitation because we end up working with the university a bit and there's some kind of due to some liability reasons right now, um, we don't have any youth, but there's a lot of a desire to have a youth program. So that, you know, that may yeah. be in the future. Yeah. And um, I noticed on your, on your site, there's a donation option and people can contribute and those are goals to have a youth program right. and, yeah. and um, ADA, you know, access accessible rowing. Yeah. And, and, and we do row on the Spokane river. Um, I haven't mentioned yet, but I, I really feel it's important to uh, kind of honor the native history of mm -hmm. the that we are rowing on and, uh, and the land that we're using. Um, this land was, you know, originally uh, stewarded by people from the Spokane tribe in particular, but also a lot of other tribes in this area, um, particularly mm -hmm. Salish speaking tribes used the river and, and really survived off of the fish in the river, the salmon. Um, and then white people came took a lot of that and built dams um, to create electricity. Uh, and those dams really, I mean, the salmon population suffered tremendously. Um, and yeah. it's affected the way of life of the, of the native people here. Um, so, I, so I just kind of want to honor, honor yeah. that. It's, yeah, it's a rich history. And I mean, do you have any native rowers? I, Not that I know of, I, although yeah. I haven't been at the club very long. So I honestly yeah. don't. Um, but I think that's actually part of the challenge of some DEI work is it would be great if, if we knew those things, if we knew mm -hmm. the identity that we might want celebrated and kind yeah. of incorporated in the club in some ways. And, and one thing, uh, I just noticed was, uh, we have a comment from someone about us rowings, gender, uh, inclusive policy. So yeah, they're. Oh, in 10 great. weeks, they will have an expanded gender. Fantastic. Energy. I had heard yes. about this at the U.S. ROCON, uh, that there was probably going to be something happening. That's so great to hear there's a time. Yeah, on. yeah, yeah. Thank and you, I'd like to also say hello to our uh, one of our fans, Lily Lively. Lily is always on. And thank you so much for your for uh, following the Ready Row USA. Um, so, yeah, and we, we, you had mentioned... Uh, or we were on, we were both on the um, a most beautiful thing call this yes. morning. I loved what what they said about a take a step at a time, even if you can't see the whole staircase. I love that. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's sometimes it's scary, it, and that fear kind of prevents people from doing anything. Of like, well, what if I say the wrong thing, or what if I approach mm -hmm. something in the wrong way? Um, but for the most part. It, intentions do matter um, and then taking actions to try mm -hmm. to you know, it's you know taking one step at a time but that's how that's how things change so yeah exactly such a beautiful podcast uh, I, I I don't know if there's a link to the recording yet but it was oh the one this morning yeah, yeah. Yes. 
yeah and the the, the rapper grim was it grim parker or something mm -hmm. the, the uh poet the poet yes i guess you'd call him more of a poet than a rapper but yeah right so what else uh, what else would you like to tell us about spokane river rowing i know it's a beautiful place where well, you are yeah and there <laughs> i am in my pride jersey yes, yes. Um, uh, well i think both in the podcast this morning and in Spokane in specific, but rowing at large, you know, I always thought of it as being kind of a rich elite thing. Um, and and I know that the culture is changing, or at least in many pockets it's changing. Um, mm -hmm. And it, it seems that the Spokane River Club has been inclusive for a long time, but it's like, but uh, other people still have a stigma of what rowing is. And so without there being something that kind of changes yeah. that in, in others' minds, mm -hmm. it can't it can't ever reach these aspects of other types of inclusion. Um, I, I have a, a great mentor who used to say, well, still says, I'm sure you can't be it if you can't see it. And if you can't yeah. see other people in the boat who look like you, you're never going to imagine, oh, I could be in that boat. Um, oh, and so and so I imagine I'm pretty new to Spokane. But I, ha I would imagine it's been um, fairly, you know, similar class and group of people, you know, mainly white, mainly middle to upper class. Um, and so it's going to take a mm -hmm. lot of intentionality for us to, to kind of change that and to actually and make it accessible to folks. What exactly, I mean, like, as you think of that, what are the steps you're taking? Like, who isn't mm -hmm. in our club? Like, okay, there aren't yeah. a lot of African-Americans or Native Americans in your club. So yeah. how would you then go out and, I mean, without being just you know, showing up at someone's meeting and saying... <laughs> right, sure, sure. Um, well, one thing that we're doing is trying to just make it more visible yeah. that we are inclusive. Um, mm -hmm. And... So that's just one. I mean, just yeah. changing our website to do some things. It's not done yet. If you go on our website, it probably I don't think those changes have been made yet. But And um, you think that's an important thing for absolutely. a club to have on their site is that it has to be made front. visible. Mm -hmm. And even in searching around, some clubs do this great, but I found it really rare because I'm trying to look at, you know, all the different cities that have rowing clubs. And a lot of times there's it's somewhere, but it's like hidden underneath like three layers of tabs or something. Um Yeah. And if it's you find that there's a lot of sort of performative, uh, like now we're all supposed to be yeah. diverse and inclusive sort of. Yeah, that is definitely a thing that happens. And mm -hmm. uh, and so we want to be, I, at least I hope that we want to be really action oriented and like not just saying we are inclusive. Um, yeah. We created a policy. It hasn't been, the, it hasn't been uh, voted on, so it's not policy yet. Um, but we're trying to make a policy in which um, then that informs all these actions. Because I think if we just have a bunch of mm -hmm. actions, but don't have a policy, somebody could come along and be like, no, that's not really what we're about. Yeah. So it really has to be policy. Um, and uh, well, one thing we're doing is um, creating a scholarship fund okay. or po possibly even changing up some of the fee structure. It's kind of we're brainstorming, um, mm -hmm. make a way because money is such a limiting factor for many folks. I mean, to be a member of the club and use the boats and everything, it's pretty costly. Um, so, Do you have, so you're thinking of a scholarship thing. I know my my growing club has a scholarship. So, you know, allegedly, 
and I think this is true, everyone who walks in, if they say, I can't afford it, they will find a way to either put them on the front desk or, you know, and allow for, you know, trading for rowing or um, yeah. in some way. Mm -hmm. I really like a, um, what's that structure? I've gone to a few concerts where they have like a mm. can sort of thing or, or it's like tiered. And, and there's yeah. no, like, you don't have to prove your income, but just like based on what you feel like you can afford, you know, something, I, I don't know if we'll go to that, but I like that yeah. strategy because then it doesn't like, it, yeah. I feel like it doesn't other anyone. And what I've heard about that is that very few people actually take advantage of it <laughs> or, you know, exploit, uh, exploit it. Right, right. You know, it's the, the, the net gain is is more than than they Absolutely. give up yeah mm -hmm. people who have the resources will go ahead yeah. and use them uh, but when you don't then you maybe don't feel so bad yeah exactly well as a as a straight white person i think the you know inclusion and access and widening um the reach of rowing is is critical to the survival of the sport you know it's oh, yeah it's you know, it's to to my benefit. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, and it's it makes it just so much more interesting, and and mm -hmm. makes me feel good about being a member of a club that supports that kind of policies. You know. Another thing we're brainstorming is like how to get how to get us to to other people. Like, how do we bring? Because especially mm -hmm. where we row, it's kind of like fifteen minutes, well, ten minutes maybe out of town. You have to drive a little bit to get there. Yes. And, and that creates a transportation challenge and also a visibility challenge. So like, how might there be ways where we can bring some ergs or we can even bring a boat to some, you know, maybe parks that are more closer to the city or can sponsor some sort of events of some kind or another. Yeah, um, so we're I drove out that. there and it, it's a little hard to get to. I yeah, mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's out by that uh, airstrip, isn't it? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is, this is a great, um, you know, I'm so glad to hear that a club in a kind of, you know, not a, not a rural area, but, but, uh, no, it's, it's not Boston or New York or LA, you know, it's, I'm so happy to hear that you're thinking about these things and working on them. Um, we wanted to, uh, acknowledge a couple of friends who are here, uh, Marnie. I think that's Marnie. Oh, hi, Marnie. Marnie Shore, yeah. Thank you for coming by. And oh, that was my comment. Oh, Neil Bergenroth is another person I've had on. Um, he's he's with uh, Tulsa Youth Rowing. He's also a high school teacher, and he's developed an app called, I hope I'm right, Neil, um, uh, Remote Rowing Coach, I think it is. And uh, so it's it's to teach STEM topics through through rowing. So he's teamed up with Concept Two to do that. It's really really cool um, what he's doing to bring. And in, in, in he he goes into uh, underserved communities with this program of his and uh, his curriculum, and they get, they just get electrified. They get turned on by. In fact, they they actually provide they produce power to to run something like a blender or something. Oh <laughs> wow! That's yeah, I mean it's really concrete and practical. So Neil's a great guy, and um, you know we can all connect at some point. But 
Um, anything else you'd like to add as we close out our little pop-up podcast here? Um, well, one thing is I have found that there are so many people in the rowing community who have been enthused by some mm -hmm. of my questions and some of mm -hmm. my um, excitement and um, I guess just connecting with other rowers across the country. Um, I found Steady State podcast, you know, a few months ago. And then, of course, the people in my own club, you, um, the, the DEI committee at U.S. Rowing. It's just it feels I'm, I'm new to the sport and new to the community, but it feels like a community is growing and like there's so much energy around this. Um, and that really makes me excited. Uh, That's good. To yeah. see things, it very likely actually some culture shifting and, and becoming more diverse. Uh, so that I'm just so excited about that. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being here. And I'll close out by just, uh, yeah, I wanted to mention Carmen uh, Marachna. She's bar, I'm sorry, three names. She's uh, she and her uh, friend Berlin are uh, they they consult with uh, high school students on you know going to the next level in college uh, in using their rowing experience to do that. Um, she says Neil has guided me and my twelve year old son in robotics. Awesome, and Neil is really happy that you're uh, working on inclusion. He said, "Keep up the great work." Hey, Carmen. And let's close out with a, a couple of uh, announcements. Um, I don't think I even identified myself. I'm Charlotte Pierce, the producer. And I have uh, just completed a wild <coughs> December where we were celebrating three years and 100 episodes of the podcast. So I, I had this crazy idea to... Um, to do seven seven uh, episodes, and, and, and I kind of order, ordered them into these different categories, but you can find them on our website. Some really great people were there. Um, I won't go through them all, but uh, we we did end up with Row for Your Life, a lifetime fitness episode, which uh, uh, Bobby's friend Marnie was a part of. And as I said, in uh, 2022, we're going to be doing more about rowing for all, inclusion. There's so many aspects of it that have not been uncovered. So please, if you're listening, um, send me some topic ideas and guests. I'd love to have them. Um, and, you know, because it helps to have more brains on the, on the, the topic. Um, also love gadgets. So we're going to be geeking out with some athletic tech you know, wearables, things like that. Um, rowing to recover. I think that's another thing I've, I've uncovered at uh, a community rowing where I row is a, a lot of people are there and they have, you know, they row because it helps them uh, heal from their trauma of, you know, whether it's physical, mental addiction, um, I would like to include a few more of those, uh, you know, in my uh, presentations in the coming year and our next, our next um, hundred episodes. <laughs> Thank wow. you so much, um, Bobby, and we will um, we'll we'll be keeping in touch and let's meet up and hopefully on the uh, U.S. Rowing DEI call and. 
Well, Excellent. Uh, Thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed sharing about what we're doing here in Spokane. Awesome. Great. SpokaneRowing.org. There it is. And we'll see you all on the next episode. I think it'll be in a couple of weeks and I'm still working on the topic. So <laughs> watch, watch Instagram or, or, or Twitter for the announcement. Thank you so much.